Paul, welcome back to Sideline Talk Podcast. Uh, internal, international break is over. Thank goodness for that. Um, but yeah, as always, I'm joined by the panel. Dale, I'll go to you first, mate. How you doing? You okay? Yeah, all good, mate. You all right? Good. Yeah, I'm really excited for the weekend. It's payday tomorrow. Arsenal are back. It's a massive one, which I can't wait to get into. And yeah, I, I'm so glad I don't have to watch Southgate ball for at least another few months, if that even happens. Um, but yeah, Lee, how's things your end? You okay? Yes, all good, mate. Looking forward to proper football coming back this weekend. Hello to everyone. Hello to you boys. Hello to everyone else. Excited. Good, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, as much as I say international break is over, we probably should touch on it. Um, I mean, talk about underwhelmed. <laughs> but Lee, I'll stick with you at this point. Uh, don't know how much of England you've watched, but I know you've watched some because we've been obviously talking offline, off air. Uh, what do you make out of England's relegation in the Nations League? Talk to me. Um, yeah. I mean, the whole Nations League for England has been a shambles, really. Um, when you get slapped 4-0 by Hungary, even though they did beat Germany as well. <laughs> um, it's a bit of a shambles. Um, yeah, the game, I mean, the recent games, the one against Italy was abysmal, as I think everyone knows. That's why everyone's calling for Southgate's head, really. Um, I actually was quite impressed with the Germany game yesterday. I actually, I mean, if you take out Harry Maguire... Nick Pope, <laughs> it probably, we probably would have won the game, I think. Um, I think it's it was a little bit frustrating that we were quite conservative and then we actually saw the team we could be when we throw the trappers off when we were 2-0 down and Bellingham sparks the comeback with his little run through midfield to, to sort of orchestrate the first goal. Um, it just shows that this England team can be a good team once you get the shackles off. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I mean, it's been frustrating. It's been frustrating, but you know there is there can be some belief there in the World Cup if based on how we came back. I think. Yeah, I, I agree to a to an extent. I mean, I'll give my two pence, then I'll go to Dale, and then we'll jump on to the to the real stuff to the Premier League. I'm just fed up of flogging the same dead horse week after week. Southgate. He, he just always makes the same on decisions. That's what annoys me. And it's so simple. Like, playing five at the back was obvious. It was always going to happen, even though it shouldn't. People just expect it from Southgate. I feel like his football is predictable now. And he's got enough in attack to go with. He shouldn't be doing a fight. We shouldn't be anywhere near playing Luke Shaw. I'm not saying... He, I actually thought he played quite well, considering my expectations of him at left wing back. As soon as I saw that, I thought, car crash, waiting for it to happen, you know. Um... But yeah, he got the substitutions correct. They were vindicated and it was a good comeback. However, how much longer can he keep getting away with getting it wrong in the first place? You know, if we start like that against Iran, I'll just boycott the whole bloody thing. You know, we can't play Luke Shaw left wing back against Iran. For God's sake, it's embarrassing. Uh, but yeah, we've got, like I said, in attack, way too many options. We're absolutely overwhelmed with players to choose from. So I don't see why we need to go down that route. Mason Mount. Don't know how he's getting in the team, if I'm being completely honest. He got a goal yesterday, good for him, but Saka done most of the work, and it was a good finish. Um, I just think certain players are being hard done by. Saka being one of them. Look, he came on, he showed exactly why he needs to be starting week in, week out. I'm putting him on that right wing over anyone at the moment. Um, Sterling, bit of an off game. Kane didn't do anything until his goal. But yeah, I suppose goals matter most to some people. Um, But yeah, look, you start Saka 
in his right position, play the right formation, things would happen. As soon as he changed things around, we were the better team, and he should have done that from the get-go. So, uh, But yeah, Dale, enough, enough on my rant about Southgate. Um, how do you feel about him? And from yesterday's performance, as Lee said, do you feel like you do have any sort of confidence going into November, December? No, we, I don't think we'll get out of the group, mate, to be honest with you. Oh, can't yeah, see it. Oh. Can't see it. He, he, he's so tactically inept as a manager. You've got, I mean, these play these players, for example, right? They're they're managed by Pep. They're managed by Klopp. They're managed by recently Tuchel. You've got Conte's now managing some of these players, and then they've got to leave their clubs to go and work with this donut. And and, mm. and this, what, you know, what can a guy whose best sporting achievement was, um, what was his best sporting achievement, an FA Cup final with Aston Villa? Like, it's, and then he's telling elite footballers how to how to play and, and stuff like that. I just can't, I can't get my head around it, mate. To be honest with you, um, it's just driving me mad. And to be fair, I didn't watch all of the games. I watched about seventy minutes of the Italy game. Half time, I turned off the Germany game because it's just boring, mate. But I can't even be bothered to sit there. That's bit. And watch it. And I've, got, I've got nothing else to do, and I still don't want to watch it. But, <laughs> but it's not. The thing is, it ain't going to change now. It's, it's not going to change now. So you might as well just accept it and go into the cup and see what happens. Yeah, I completely agree. I can't see Southgate. I think the only thing that the only thing that would cause Southgate uh, to get the door to get shown the door would be something like that. Us going out of the group stages uh, in the World Cup, and I think even that, some for some bizarre reason, I think even that there'll be you know some still questions around if he would go on that. It sounds bizarre, but someone like I don't know at this rate, Big Sam, Roy Hodgson, bring them back in. They'll probably know what to do better with these lineups uh, than what I, he's I doing. I think he'll be gone at the end of Qatar, regardless of how well we do. Um, even if he brought it home, I don't think he will. But even if yeah, he brought I it think, home, I think he knows his time's coming to an end, and I think Qatar's going to be his last hurrah, regardless yep. of how well he does. I think that's going to be. It. It was, he's about three three major tournaments in. You know, he's he's cut his cloth. He's had his obviously, chance. obviously, obviously, Potter was the um, was the obvious choice. You know, a lot of a lot of people were thinking that he's gone to Chelsea. Um, so we kind of lost out there. We sh- we should have strike. We sh- we really we what we should have done is strike while iron is hot. As soon as Potter was linked to any club, that should have been a chance for England. Think right, he's our man, you know, and offer it on the table. But I know a lot of people would say Chelsea will get rid of Potter. You know, Chelsea likes sacking managers. Um, but the realistic expectation is he's there now to build his own thing at Chelsea, to build his own legacy, uh, to do something again. You know, he did something good at Brighton. He's going to do that at Chelsea. Who do you see coming in for Southgate now? Um, Eddie Howe's the only thing I can think coming to mind. People say Mourinho, but I don't believe it'll be someone outside of England. Um, but yeah, who can you see filling that spot? It's hard to say, mate, to be honest with you, because like you say, there's not that many. I- I'm one that's quite into having... An nationality. Yeah, whatever nationality you are, I think that's that should be your national team manager. And Gareth Southgate obviously got the job on a technicality to start with. It was probably this should have been really the end of Sam Allardyce's time, and then Southgate should be really have taken over now. So in that regard, you have a little bit of sympathy for him because he's been thrust into it too early, and it's obviously an opportunity that you can't turn down when it's given to you. But at the same time. If you're not good enough for it, you shouldn't have it. And I know he's done well for us in, in obviously the last two tournaments, but it's just getting progressively worse. Like there's no there's no excitement around it. But to answer the question, who comes in? 
Potter ain't leaving Chelsea now. Howe's not leaving Newcastle anytime soon. They would be probably, like you say, the two most obvious ones. But who 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 comes in? I have no idea. No idea, mate, to be honest with you. And that's probably half the problem, is that who does come in? I mean, A.E. Boothroyd's the under-21 manager. You're not going to give it to him. So normally that would be sort of like the progression. I can't believe you've just said that. I can't believe no, no, you've said that. No, I'm saying they're not going to give it to him. That's that, that's what I'm saying. The actual whole structure of the of the FA at the moment is normally you'd expect like an under twenty one manager to then step into the first team role. That would be what I would use the under twenty under twenty one manager's job for, but that's not going to happen because it's Aidy Boothroyd. So where where they go and who they who they would go to if they was to sack Southgate, I don't know. To be honest with you, mate, it wouldn't surprise me if we go out in the group stage and they give him another contract. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It I mean, if that if that happens, then I'm supporting Iran. I really am boycotting. Um, I mean, but... I'm still I'm still going to be back in the boys. To be fair, I mean, I know it's yeah. We all we'll be in the pubs, you know, chucking yeah. our pints all over the gap. We're all going to be excited. But yeah, right now, behind, it's just... that's getting behind the players, not the manager. Yeah. That's I think, yeah, I think he's got credit in the bank in terms of his last two tournaments. I mean, if you look at the. Uh, the talent we've had in squads of old, like 2002, 2006, we haven't got past quarterfinals. And to get even to get to semi-finals and a final of major tournaments is good. Based on I would argue as well, though, that the, the teams that failed to do it before, the teams we were up against, were up against at that in that era and that generation were a hell of a lot better than what we're up against now. And we've Maybe, got one of the, but I mean, at least we've got one of the better eras. Right. We've got one of the better generations that we've had for a long time in terms of all-round squad, I think, is better than probably what we've had for a long time. I think in the past, we've had, like, obviously, like, your Roonies and people like that, your Owens, who have always been, like, a one or two standout. And then, obviously, but when we had Gerard Lampard, Skulls, we never used a formation or, or a system to, to get the best out of them. Whereas now, mm. I think we've got a hell of a lot more options, but he's still picking... Like, everybody I speak to, yourselves, everyone outside of, you know, the outside of football, essentially, can see that things aren't right in terms of the squad selection, how's Maguire getting in? Everyone's talking about the same things. Yeah, there's no one know. saying there's no one defending it. Everyone's saying that it should he shouldn't be there. Shaw shouldn't be there. You know, he's picking the same players that didn't win us nothing in the last two tournaments and he's going into it with exactly the same ideas and the same philosophy. So why why? Change it. Do something different. Like these these games that we've just played, they were glorified friendlies. We weren't going to get nothing out of them. So why not use the likes of Tony, give him a chance. Yeah. Bowen, I was just about to touch on that. The amount of players he, the amount of players he called up, um, and didn't use is just completely shocking. Like yeah, I, there Ivan... was, there was, I mean, there was two, there was two standout omissions, weren't there, from the Germany game that everyone was talking about. Obviously, Tamori and Trent. Um, Madness. It's mind blowing that. Well, to be fair, I think Tamori is the harshest one. How he's not starting. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah. It just goes back to the whole well. Premier League um, fav- favouritism, isn't it? Maguire's it... performance yesterday—he was—he was—he was a full. But the thing is, as Germany's goals. Yeah. The thing is, as well, doesn't I don't think it helps Maguire. Nobody <laughs> wants him there. He's getting dogs abuse. Surely he knows that if any little. He's clearly not confident is, either, is he? He's clearly not saying, confident. It's not, it's, you would rather just say to him, "Look, be around the squad." I don't have a problem with him being around the squad because, like you say. He's Southgate's used him a lot, but don't start him in the two games when you shouldn't be starting. If he was to mm. say, "Look, Maguire's in the squad just to, you know, be around the group," but Tamori's playing, Stones is playing, then you wouldn't. No one would care. But it's the fact that Maguire can't get in the Europa League team for United, 
and he's starting for England going into a World Cup. Yeah. When you've got a guy who's won the Young Player of the Year in Italy, playing for one of the biggest clubs in Europe, and he can't get a game. It, it makes no sense. Yeah, I mean, I don't even, to be fair, I don't even necessarily agree with him even being in and around the squad. It's not like he's been there and won it all, and he's like an older pro with leadership qualities. He's he's not really won anything in his career, um, and his performances have been nothing but shambolic. I don't know what he's doing there. I really don't. And you've got people like Ben White sitting at home as well, um, and obviously Tamori who can't get a game. They deserve to be ahead of him for sure. Yeah, I mean Ivan Tony's the big standout as well. Like, what's the point in that? Doing all that was it for the media? What was it? Just to tick a box? Hey, that, that, um, was, that was pure. That was that was like a childish thing you get when you when you're like. A was it for the publicity? Do you think? Is, I think yeah, Tony would have got some game time if we were maybe like two 0 up with twenty minutes to go. It's kind of one of them. But I don't but see the point. Because we were chasing the game. Yeah. Mm. But I don't see the point. In it. Regardless whether we won, lost, or drew, or drew, it didn't really matter. So we know what Kane offers. We know what Sterling offers. We know what Grealish offers. We know what. Reese James and Trent and well, we know all these players so I can understand them not getting a game but play the players you're not too sure of play a Bowen yeah. play you know a take a gamble give, yeah give I mean, a at, at the same see. time it's um it's the last game before the World Cup and it is against Germany every game even if it's a friendly every game you play against Germany does matter and it mm. is his final game his final sort of game to try and get his team right you know, I, I, I said a few weeks ago when we discussed it, he already knows what team's going. Yeah, he knows he, what he's going to do. He, he knows, knows who he's taking, probably. Yeah. I reckon there's probably four or five places up for grabs and they're just going to be squad players. The rest of the players, we all could name them. We yeah. could name them. We all could. Yeah, the only thing, you, the the only thing you'd really it. probably question is like, who's going to be on the right wing, Foden or Saka? I think that's probably the only debate. Um, but one thing I will say, Jude Bellingham, Jude Bellingham absolutely... If Liverpool are going to sign him next summer, you've got a single dice for him because he was, I thought he was one of the best of a bad bunch, to be honest. Um, and he st he would stand out even if England had played well. I think even if everyone else around him was playing well, well he I really well, was ticking all the boxes. But I, but I also think as well, Bellingham, I think that there's playing him in a two with just him and Rice doesn't suit his game. He needs an yeah. extra body in there. He so needs he an extra man them. in the middle. I do it. Yeah, he needs something so that he can do them sort of them bursting runs forward that he wants to do. But you can see, like over the last two games, he's been quite reserved in when he goes and when he stays because he knows he's leaving Rice exposed on his own. But everyone can mm. see that. Everyone watching who's not a professional football manager can see that Bellingham suits a three, so it gives him the license to go. But he's still playing him in there with a two with a back. Five. And if you give him another player, imagine sense. what will happen. Yeah, imagine what will happen because he's already playing. He's already looking sense. good. If you add to that, then it's only going to be even better. But let's move on because look, Qatar is not long away whatsoever. Within in two months' time, boys, we're going to be sitting there watching World Cup football or amongst World Cup football. That is a worry for me. I think there's a lot well, that he's sorting. Right, if we if we win that first game, all of this discussion goes out the window. I'm on the hype train. It's coming home. No, no, well, no, no, no. If we even if we well, win if we five, get out the group, if we get out the group. If we get out of the group and we get past the quarters, then I'll then I'll I'll give him his dues and say, all right, we we. I just don't see us getting out of the group, mate. I really don't. Yeah, I've, right now, I've said last sixteen, uh, and I'm going to stick with that. But Premier League football is returning, and what a way for it to return! Twelve thirty kickoff Saturday afternoon, Arsenal versus Tottenham. The winner going top of the table. Ah, oh, I'd like to say I'm excited, but you know what? Shit in my pants. Absolutely shit myself. Um, but 
Dale, I'll stay with you. Obviously, as an outsider, Tottenham started in the right in the right gear. Uh, unbeaten so far in the Premier League, as far as I know, um, at the moment. Themselves and City being the only ones. Arsenal, you know what? We're top. Obviously, we had a bit of a dip at Old Trafford, but we're still playing well. What's your thoughts going into this one? And who do you think will come out on top? I don't know, mate. I can't call it, to be honest with you. I think these games are generally pretty pretty good, aren't they? There, there tends to be quite a lot of goals in these games. And to be fair, at the Emirates, Arsenal do normally do normally show up. I remember, was it last year? I think you beat them 4-2 or something, didn't you? 3-1 like last year. And then 4-2 was a while back, but 3-1 last year. Yeah. Oh, was it? So, yeah, so to, to be fair... At the Emirates, I'm probably going to go with Arsenal. Mm. Narrowly, I don't think it'll be, I don't think it'll be a high scoring one this time. I could see a one nil, two one scenario. Interesting. I mean, for me, look, I'm always going to be more nervous than excited. That's just how it's going to go with this game. The same happens with Arsenal versus Man United. The same happens with Arsenal Chelsea. Uh, but this is just, you know, this is upper level. And the fact that it's so big, you know, I thought last season's game was important. This is just 10 times more now because going top of the league to beat them, to stop their unbeaten run, to go top of the table, you know, put a bit of a gap on them as well. It'd be huge. Um, but the, I feel like this is exactly what fans need after such an underwhelming international break. Obviously, what happened the week before that as well, there was no football. Um, but Saka looked in good form for England, as we just touched on. Then you've got Son. He also looked great against Leicester, as we touched on last week. So it's, it's chalk and cheese. You you could say a number of things for each for each team. Um, the big test, I think, and the interesting one, will be in midfield. A lot of people have given Hoiberg really big high praise this season. Um, and obviously, Jack has been outstanding. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Party looks a concern. I'm hoping he's fit. I think if Party's not there, then there is a bit of a worry. Uh, we need our midfield to be really strong because they're going to come at us. Uh, Tottenham have got a good midfield as well. And I think the main focus for me is on the left. Zinchenko not been quite right this season. He's already had two injuries. Tierney, um, there was there was some talks of him in Scotland not being as, not being fit. We need at least one of them because Kulazewski or Richarlison, either of them, either or, they're going to come at you. They can both be a threat. Uh, and we know what Kane and Son are capable of. So... Yeah, it's a tough one. Um, I think for me, if I was going to put a result on it, 2-1 Arsenal. And I think the fans would be up for it. We've not been at the Emirates for a long time. You know what's going to happen, don't you? You, You've been slating Richarlison, mate, all season. He's going to come back and haunt you this weekend, isn't he? I'll walk out the the ground if he scores. I'll be gone. I'm I'm not having that. Um, but yeah, I think I think we'll win. I don't think it'll be a comfortable game whatsoever. Um, I don't think we'll get it as easy as what we did last season. I thought Tottenham were horrible when we beat them 3-1. I just thought they weren't up to it. Whereas this time round, you know, they are looking good. Um, against Leicester, there were some, you know, there were some dips there where I looked and I thought, yeah, you, you're getting away with this. And obviously, you Son came on and scored a hat trick. Su- I think I think it suits Tottenham though because they play they they want to play on the break. That's what their mm. team set up for now. So I think it suits them playing away from home. I think when they're at home and they've got to be the team that's on the front foot, that's when you can catch them. Whereas I think playing away at the Emirates, they'd be probably quite happy to sit in, let Arsenal have most of the ball, and then just try and hit you on the break with Son and Kulazewski and then try and get Kane in goal-scoring opportunities. So I think you'll probably find it'll probably be a game that Arsenal do dominate the majority of the ball. 
just whether or not you can get that first goal. I think if Spurs get the first goal, it could be a, a hard day at the office for Arsenal. Mm, yeah, I think for me, Martinelli, I'm just hoping I don't rate Emerson whatsoever. The amount of right-backs that club have signed and they still haven't got it right. Jed Spence, I don't think he's going to tick every box either. Um, I think, hope, I'm hoping Martinelli gives him a bit of a show and causes some problems on that left-hand side. And then Jesus, we know what he can do in the middle. So, um, But yeah, it is, it is probably going to be... I don't think we'll... I'd like to say we'll dominate the game, but I think it'll just be in the... I think a lot of the game will be in the middle of the pitch. I think it'll be a lot of fighting for the ball. Um, and it all depends on the lineup. Like I say, I I generally don't know who's fit and who's not at the moment. Um, training pitchers will come out up once the international break is completely over and players are back to normal. I'm sure some have probably come out today, which I need to look at, but party would be a big miss if he's not there. Um, and I'm, as far as I know, Tottenham are, I don't think they've got any problems in that, on that front. So they might, they might have the advantage Son is the big worry. Him against Ben White, I don't, I don't know. Uh, that really is scaring me, just the thought of it. Because Ben White hasn't got the pace you want a right-back to have, especially against, I would say, the best left-winger in the in the league, to be honest. If I'm going to be com- completely Arsenal hat off, take my rivalry out, out of the way. We spoke on this the other week, Dale. I, I have to say, I can't think of a left-winger better than Son. Not right now, anyway. Not that has really proven himself at least over last season, and yeah, maybe not this, but time will tell. Lee, what's your thoughts on this one, mate, um, in the derby on Saturday afternoon? Um, well, it's a complete neutral one for me because um, obviously I'm a lot of a lot of friends and family support both clubs, so um, it's quite. I, I like it when this game comes around because it's always entertaining. It's probably the most I would actually put it down as the most entertaining fixture in the Premier League. Uh, I would say it's the biggest because I still think that belongs to Liverpool and United in terms of the size of the clubs. But in terms of pure entertainment, this is probably the most entertaining fixture. Um, I don't know. I I think it will... My personal opinion is I think it will stay with... You'll stick with the home team as these games seem to go lately. Um, I think it's going to be high scoring. I think it's going to be something like a 3-2 or something like that. Um, I can see a red card though. Um, and my only worry for Arsenal would be Xhaka actually he's good season he has he's having oh god no he does have a tendency to get sent off when you when you're relying on him the most sometimes and this is the kind of occasion he could see like the and then but I suppose Spurs have now got that from Richard, Richarlison if he's a man part you, know, you know you never know if he's going to just shit out and find himself out but um it's, it's going to be an it's going to be an entertaining game. My only gripe with it is that it's at twelve thirty on a Saturday. I would rather it was like the big Super Sunday fixture. Personally, Saturday lunchtime fixtures are always a bit of a especially bit of a weird one that they've put Manchester derby and North London derby on the same weekend. To be honest, um, like you could have easily they, they spread that, that out. Sometimes, don't they? Um, mm. But yeah, it's um, it's a shame. It's the first game after the international break. Sometimes that can make teams a bit disjointed. Um, and form doesn't really come into these fixtures either. Um, so that's, yeah, it all goes out the window. all goes out, yeah, the, window, all goes out the window. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be a good game, as it always is. High scoring. Um, and I would think Arsenal would just edge it. A late, I reckon a late winner. Proper, like, last five minutes of the game. Cool, I could get used to this, please. Both back in the, both back in the reds. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not used to this, but... Um... Jesus winner, I reckon. 89th minute. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. Uh, I think the fans, like I said, the fans are definitely going to be pumped. A few weeks without Premier League football and Saturday afternoon, payday weekend, everyone's going to be up for it. Fans are going to be nervous, but I think once we get in the ground, you know, the, the the mood will be right. And I think they're going to get the result that they came to to get. I think hopefully, hopefully it's a good afternoon for our front three because we're going to need to score. That's that's the thing. We're going to need to get the goal the, um, first and put pressure on. The atmosphere will play a big part as well, actually. Because yeah. I would say the atmosphere in the Emirates, particularly over the last year, has massively improved. I know everyone mm. used to take the piss and call it a library, but I think over the last year, um, it's. I would say is their hope for big home games is probably one of the most loud it seems like one of the loudest stadiums and it i, I think you can definitely have a, a bit of a 12th man factor for us all this weekend yeah yeah we need to shut the door on harry kane as well i'm tired of seeing him score in london derbies man it's just a joke like the amount he's scored in is oh, yeah it's not i mean i, I would be it's more becoming a different son seems to have such a knack of winning penalties and stuff against you boys yeah like I said, Sun against Ben White is going to be the big test. If Ben White can have a great yeah. performance there, uh, I don't like, as much as I enjoyed seeing him overlap uh, a couple of weeks ago, I don't want to see none of that this time round. Well, like I hope Salibur's um, all right as well, because I know he's had a bad international break. He had a bit of a shocker for France. Uh, yeah. So hopefully his confidence hasn't been shattered by that coming into a big game. Mm, this is, you know, this is where you prove yourself. In games like this, this is where you make your mark. So, uh, Saliba's had an absolutely incredible season. If he can go and, you know, if him and Gabriel can really put pressure on Kane and keep him quiet, you know, we're, we're cooking with gas. That's all we need. Shut him down. Ben White, a good performance against uh, Son. We know that them two are their bread and butter. If we can keep them quiet and we do our bit up top, which I'm more than confident we can, it's all good. Odegaard looks like he's going to be um, fit to return in the game as well. So it'd be good to have the skipper back. And he causes a lot of problems. I think he creates a lot. You know, without him, there is, you know, there is something that's just not happening. So it'll be good to have him back. Um, but yeah, we'll get into Liverpool because uh, I don't want to take too much of the limelight with Arsenal. But it's going to be nerve-wracking. I'll be on the beard early, that's for sure. Liverpool versus Brighton. Um, obviously, Brighton, no more Potter. This will be their first game without him. I don't know too much about their new manager, to be honest. Uh, this is one of them ones where it's good to have Chris Penn on the panel. Uh, but yeah, uh, a baptism a baptism of fire for Brighton's new manager. Lee, let's stick with you. What's your thoughts on Liverpool going into the game against Brighton on Saturday? Uh, a bit of a mixture, really. I'm not going to lie. Playing Brighton is one of those games that pops up every year and I fucking hate it because they... They seem to always sort of play well against us. Um, I'm hoping now Potter's gone, it might it might um, deter him a little bit, but I don't think it will because I think they'll just try and carry on doing what they're doing. Um, so I'm, I'm a little bit concerned, but at the same time, obviously we've got a couple of players coming back. Obviously Nunes has actually finally scored a goal today. Um, Tiago's back, which is obviously he's. Probably, I would actually say Tiago's probably our most important player this season, um, and I think that's already showed early on in the year. In the year, so I'm happy he's back. Um, Jota's obviously scored in the international break as well. I think he was either yesterday or today. So Salah's had a, scored two in the international break and then had a rest for the second fixture. So I mean, the squad's looking good in terms of how the international break's gone and players are coming back. So I'm and obviously it's at home. It's at Anfield, so you back you back Liverpool to win every time, really. 
Um, it's just I'm just a little bit worried the fact it's against Brighton and they seem to be a bit of a bogey team for us. Mm. But um, I'm hoping I'm hoping just hoping for the three points more than anything rather than a big performance. Just want the three points. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the moment, I suppose you'll take any result you can to catch up on up top. Uh, try and make up for the points that were dropped earlier on in the season. Dale, what about you? Um, are you? Uh, do you echo those thoughts about Brighton um, at home? Do you feel like this is one of those games where Liverpool just don't seem to always not get it their way as such, um, but it's just one of those games that perhaps you always think something's going to go wrong? Well, yeah, that's because they're a good team, mate. Like, we was tuning up against them last year cruising and they managed to pull it back to 2-0 and actually had a goal disallowed could have won 3-2 last season at Anfield as well so like Lee said they're a bit of a bogey team for us because they're a, they're a football inside and they come and play football and they're not like the other teams like Crystal Palace and teams of that who sit back and they play on the break they'll actually come at you so in a way it does give you a, it does suit us a bit better being able to obviously get maybe a few more gaps in behind their defence and stuff but at the same time with the high line and the issues we've had with the high line it does cause a bit more of a problem the fact that they won't sit back they're going to come at us so like you said I'm a, I'm a mixture of excited and a bit apprehensive because I know what Brighton are and they always start well and playing them early in the season any season over the last sort of two or three years they're always playing really well at the start of the season I'd rather this fixture be sort of after Christmas but it is what it is. Um, like Lee said, we've got the players back now. I thought Thiago against Ajax was just outstanding. He was everything that we've missed since the start of the season. Just ran the show. Um, so, yeah, I, I think he's... We, I think, like Lee said, one of the biggest things for us now is keeping Thiago fit for a run of... Well, the whole of October, I want to see him playing pretty much every game. Um, I know that we'll have to manage him because it's going to be sort of three games a week, but... I just don't want to. I was going to say you don't want to throw him in too heavy. No, no. You don't want history to repeat itself. Yeah. I think we've got to pick and choose the right games. I think Brighton's definitely won, just because obviously our start to the Premier League hasn't been great. So we need to get three or four wins on the bounce if we can, and he's going to be key to that. Maybe give him a rest in some of the Champions League games. Maybe not give. Maybe bring him on as a sub in some of them games if, if obviously Hendo's back and people like that, but. Um, yeah, I, I slightly so still back us to win it. I think, like I say, uh, Jota's back and scoring. Nunes has got himself a goal, so that hopefully will, will help his confidence. Um, Salah's got a couple of goals uh, for Egypt the other night. That will help him. I think it'd be a good opportunity to give Diaz, um, you know, manage his minutes because since he's joined, he's pretty much played every game. I can't think of too many games where he hasn't played. So Jota coming being your best, Diaz. being your best attacker. I wouldn't say best player, but he's probably been your best attacker. It's just, I think uh, Jota. Yeah, he's been Yeah, I think Jota coming back just gives us the option to potentially give him a rest because you can play Jota, <laughs> yeah. can play Jota off the left if we need to. Um, you know what you're getting with Jota as well. Let's be real; he don't he don't yeah. mess around. He doesn't disappoint like. Obviously, don't forget about Bobby either because he's he's done nothing wrong for me. You know, this season, you know, his contract's coming to an end and he's not letting it affect him. Um, he's putting the performances. Scored five goals well. in two games and then he got dropped. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I think. I think with Bobby, it's just the, it's consistency with him. Like you say, he'll have two or three games where you think this guy's outstanding and he has two or three games where he doesn't really get involved too much and he doesn't really impact the game. So, But I think, like Lee said, it's more confident the fact that Canate is going to be back as well, which gives us a bit more cover at the back. So this was, I think after the, this is now, I want to see where we really go for it. I want to see us really attack October and, and start getting some, some, decent, some decent wins.
I think Trent's going to come back. Well, not too, not too much, hopefully, because we've got you next week. Uh, <laughs> sorry, go on. I, think, I remember last year when Trent got dropped by England, he then went on a fucking stunning run of form, like literally this time last year. So I'm kind of hoping he does the same thing again and just proves it. Yeah, he scored that beautiful old top bin, so I think it was. Possibly, yeah. It was just, I'm hoping. Yeah, I think he got dropped. Out. And I remember everyone saying, uh, listen to that Southgate, something like that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, might even, I think it was even against I hope it was against us but yeah Trent would be an interesting one um, I think for him he knows he hasn't got to answer any critics though like Southgate's the only one who doesn't believe he should be in that team as bad as Trent um, is you always take him I, I think he's he's had, he's had such a bad start to the season he's definitely got a but he's up against there. I think yeah. the problem Sounds is as well is like I, like I said last week he has such high expectation now He's always disappointed unless he's playing phenomenally. But that's the thing as well. Like He's raised the bar so high for a right-back and what mm -hmm. they do and what they offer. But the fact that yeah. people say... The, the thing that annoys me most is when people say, yeah, but Reese James and Walker are better than him. They've never hit... I think he's probably had more assists in a season than Reese James has had in his career in terms of stats, if you want to look at it from that point of view. Yeah, Reese James is probably a better one-on-one -on -one defender, but he doesn't influence a game like... Mm. Trent does from right back like he's almost defined a role and it, it annoys me that when we were winning the Champions League and when we were winning the Premier League there was never anyone questioning whether whether or not he can defend but now all of a sudden that we, we're not as as potent as we used to be he's just like an easy scapegoat and yeah he has had bad games and he has had performances where you can question something but who hasn't what player hasn't had a performance where you could pick holes in everyone makes mm. mistakes so I just think everyone needs to lay off him. It, it, and to be fair, it probably helped him the fact, like Lee said, that it's given, it might give him a kick up the backside to go out and show Southgate what what he's missing by not giving him an opportunity. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think it's the fact that there isn't that many right-backs or left-backs on their level as well. Uh, but we've got to come here. I'm guessing they are speaking, they're meaning England. Um, I don't know. I'm going to make, I'm going to guess they mean England, but... Yeah, My prediction was last means, six, 16. Um, I think he means where will it be in the table? Where will it be in the table? Where will Yeah. Oh. That's quite a tough I, one, really, I, isn't I went, it? I went, I went bold with this. I think I think being optimistic, top two, but I think we could be top three by the time. I, by think, the time I think I think, I really honestly think after this international break, we're going to really see the best of us. I think you're going to see a completely different Liverpool after this after this international break. I'm hoping. Um, I'm hoping. I know two of your fixtures. I'm just looking at the other one. We've got. I think we've got City and Arsenal this month. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it'll beat us. I think Brighton are going to drop points. Yeah, you could be in the top four. I think Brighton are going to struggle. Yeah, I think Brighton are going to struggle. Um, I think the problem is the new manager is going to have to create his system. Um, and I don't think it's going to be as good as what Potters was and it's going to take some time. So I think Brighton are going to slip up. Tottenham, they're going to slip up on Saturday, hopefully. And yeah, I think you could creep up this weekend getting three points against Brighton. And then it's just a matter of staying up there. And yeah, I think Brighton have got a massive job in their hands, to be honest. I said this before when Potter when first left. I think... They're going to struggle because you need to be a good manager, as good as what Potter was, to make all them pieces work together. I just realised who that is. That's Chris Penn. <laughs> is it? Yeah. 
Big Gun doesn't. Oh yeah, definitely is. It's definitely him. If he's if he's talking about him, it is that what gave it away. I didn't even pen to pay. I didn't even notice. Um, it's because usually he's on here. I guess. I you know, I had a little look at that Deserby and, and a little look at like what he's done before. And he is quite a quite an expressive manager, so I think he'll suit Brighton quite well. He doesn't strike like from what I've seen. He, his teams aren't a team that are going to completely change the philosophy. They've kind of brought in somebody who kind of fits the way that Brighton still want to play, and that's what they've been doing. So I don't think Brighton, like like Lee said, will change all that much. I think there might be a few little tweaks here and there, but. I think they'll just carry on doing what they're doing. He's not going to have many days to work with them between now and the game anyway. So it'll probably just be looking at what they've been doing before, sticking with it for now. And then he'll slowly start to implement his ideas in the coming weeks. So I think for this game, just probably expect Brian to be Brian. Before World Cup, though, I think, I think top three will be City, Arsenal, Spurs. And I think it's second half of the season after World Cup is when Liverpool will creep up to the top two. That's my prediction anyway. It's not bad. Um, who, who's most affected by the World Cup? Must be in City, surely. I wouldn't have thought so. I think it depends who gets. Harland's not even Sterling. going. Sterling. Who? Harland's not even going to the World Cup, is he? But I mean, Sterling will be. Um, well, don't play I suppose Bernardo, Bernardo Silva is. Oh no, they are Portugal, are in it, aren't they? <laughs> they beat Italy. Mm. Yeah, so Bernardo Silva will be going. Uh, John Stones yeah, definitely, Ruben Diaz definitely, Carl Walker most yeah. certain. There's a lot of players there. Greenish. You can say that Greenish, about Martin. Greenish. I mean, yeah, we'll have hate. I, I don't. I don't know about Martinelli. I imagine Martinelli will go, but Brazil a sport for choice. Uh, obviously, Jesus, Saka. So our whole front three's gone. But yeah. Anyway, it all. It, we will see. We will see what. To, to be honest, it's kind of going around quicker than we expected. But there are some other games on this weekend. I'm looking through them here now. To be honest, for me, West Ham Wolves is the only one that stands out of that being a maybe interesting game. Leeds Villa, that would be an interesting one. Both teams, lots of goals to be fair. And Leicester City, can they get a win on the boards? Um, we, myself, and if you didn't watch last week, myself and Dale both agreed. Lee, I think you agree. If they don't get a win, Forest at home. That man is gone. Brendan Rodgers yeah. is out the door if they don't get a win this weekend. Um, and hopefully he won't be going to England. That wouldn't even surprise me. Get by Leicester. Off you go. Take over. Take over. You know what? I actually England. think you'd do a better job in Southgate. Yeah, so. that's not a bad shot, to be fair. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, he would cause outrage because of what he's done at Leicester. But I, I think he would. I think he would put out a better. What Southgate done? Southgate I think I think I think Rogers would put out a better. I think he'd put out a better eleven than what Southgate does. I don't know if he'd produce better results and maybe better football. I don't know. Uh, I've lost all my respect for Rogers just because of he's just getting it so wrong with Leicester. Like not signing. I don't know how much. I don't know too much about Leicester's um, ownership and how much is on him. Like I guess they probably just don't trust him because how much he's wasted money previously. But not to sign a goalkeeper, not to replace a fan, things like that. You know, you're just getting too many things wrong, and you've caused chaos for yourself. Really, he's the, him and the ownership have got themselves to blame. If they go down this season, it's all on those decisions, not bringing the people in. Even the striker, you know, they failed on that. The amount of money they spent on their attack still got it wrong. Daka never clicked into gear. Vardy's on his way out. They've got to be looking at a solution for that. Um, but yeah, Manchester derby is also on us. Um, 
this is the thing is I'll give my two cents. United always seem to turn up at derbies and Ten Hag will make some name for himself if he goes into this and gets a win. And, you know, again, knocking um, knocking away the unbeaten record of City. But, Lee, I'll go to you. Obviously, City being what you hope to be your title contender rivals this season. Uh, what's your thoughts on this one as United travel to Etihad on Sunday? Do you think it could be an upset or do you think Man City will keep up their winning ways? I think the form that De Bruyne and Haaland are showing at the moment will just absolutely wipe most teams away, including United. I know United are on good form. Ten Hag's got them playing pretty decent at the moment. but And I know they have turned up in recent derbies, but I just think I don't. I can't see anyone stopping Haaland and De Bruyne at the moment. They're, they're ridiculous. I think, I think it'll be an easy win for City. Interesting. And Dale? Let's, let's not forget, start of the season, United had some humiliating displays. Yeah. Don't get yeah, they can... ones in, but they're, they're due another bad one. Um, they've still got gaps to fill. I agree that. I think people yeah. know where they can cause some problems. Like, look at what happened against Brentford. Absolutely disaster. Like, And that was just in the first half. Um, yeah, I agree. I don't think there'll be any surprises here, to be honest. I think Haaland's just too reckless at the moment. Uh and he's going to cause problems for the likes of Martinez because when he's up against someone tall and yeah. quick, that is Martinez's biggest fear. Um, and I think Haaland's going to really... I'm not saying Martinez will get found out because Haaland's one of the best strikers in the league, arguably I mean, the best striker in the league. In the league and Martinez has done quite well against him. But, um, yeah, I just... I, don't know, I can't see anything else other than the City. It's he's fine. reckless, Haaland, because he's got strength and pace. And as much as Martinez has got pace I don't think his strength can match what Haaland can yeah sure Varane look he started looking good but Haaland and De Bruyne are together at the moment they are a really big force to be reckoned with like you say I don't think it's going to end well for United if I'm being completely honest especially the fact that it's at the Etihad I just think City know that City are going to want to turn up um, players are going to be players are going to be raring to go as well after the international break back under the lights um, but Dale what about you do you think there'll be any upsets on Sunday or do you think City are going to keep up the keep the ball rolling? Agree with Lee. I think I think it's going to be comfortable. I think Man United will get because even in the games they've played against us and the games against Arsenal, they weren't still weren't great, were they? I know they got the victories, but they still weren't great performances. On another day, Arsenal and Liverpool beat them. So yeah, I think City will win comfortably. I think it's going to be a three four nil. To be honest with you, I just can't see I just can't see anything other than a City win. Yeah. It's tough. I don't think they're going to walk away with the league, as people are saying. But it's just tough to even predict against them at the moment. You would, you know, like you, you would, you wouldn't back the other team at the moment with the way City are playing until De Bruyne stops that form, which I don't think he will. I think he's really going to absolutely smash it, and Haaland as well. Until he stops his scoring form, you can't, you can't back, you can't back against them. Thank God we're not playing them in a few weeks like we were meant to be. Um, but yeah. we did a we did a question on Twitter, um, which I did want to bring up, and I want to get people more people involved because it was actually quite tough. I found it tough. So the rule was, you got to pick a Premier League title winning eleven. Um, you could only pick a player from three teams of the top six, and it was one player per team. Um, so yeah, there were some good shouts, um, but what I want to do is go around the room and do an eleven between us. And then we'll each pick a we'll each pick a position uh, until we get to the end. Obviously, there can be some debate, which there will be. 
Um, but I'm going to start with Lee, goalkeeper. Um, <sighs> shit, who did I put the other night? <laughs> I, still I know who I put, and I know who, I think I remember who you put, but I just want to see if oh, we can yeah. do it without um, any arguments. Emmy Martinez, Aston Villa. Reliable. Villa don't have many standout players. We've um, literally just spoke on Everton, uh, on Pickford. Literally just spoke on England. Um, but, yeah. yeah. That's the only one I would put in. Who would you rather have, Dale? Martinez or Pickford? Uh, if I had to pick between them two, I'd go with I'd go with Martinez. But I actually went for, uh, I went for Leno. Mm. I, mean, I, think yeah. a, I think he's a top quality goalkeeper I really do I, th- I actually think he's still better than Ramsdale I don't know why I, I actually think that Arsenal made a bit of a hick getting rid of him only 8 million as well mental mm, I think but... Leno's a brilliant goalie okay well we'll go with Martinez because Dale's won over yeah, I, Mar- I Martinez is good I like Martinez yeah well. Martinez will pick for right um, right back Dale this should be an easy one Sorry, mate, you, you just uh, broke up there. Was you talking right to back, me? Dale. Right back. Um, I went with Trippier in my team. Yeah, spot on. Yeah, me too. Yeah, spot on. Right. Left. I'll pick left. Ah, this is more. This is the tough one, I think. I think this is the. Because we haven't got any left backs in the bloody league. Uh, Shaw and Chilwell are the only ones that come to mind each time. Who, right, who do we all go with? Who do we all go with in our teams? I, I had uh, I had Luca Dean from Villa, but we can't use Villa now because we've used Martin. I was naughty. I put Trippier on the left and then um, <laughs> on the right. I, I can't remember what I put on the right. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> I did cheat. Well, I put Rico, Rico Henry for... Um, yeah, that's a good shot. I was going to say, could Cucurella sneak, sneak in there? Cause, is, that, is, is there going to be many Chelsea players? I didn't have any other Chelsea, any Chelsea players in mind. So well, yeah, we'll go... I, I, I'd be happy with Rico. But that that just takes away one of the top six. That's the mm. only problem. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's why I didn't include any Chelsea players. <laughs> yeah, I went with Rico Henry just because he's Brentford and he's pretty much like a six, seven out of ten for them every week. Uh, I know there's been some shouts of him getting an England call up lately. Been a bit unlucky, but... Mm. I think how old is, how old is he? The radar. He's, he, was the best, he was the best left back in the championship. Before they come out, I think he's only about 25, 26. I don't think he's that yeah. old. Yeah. Interesting. It's pretty, it's pretty reliable. Right. The centre halves, I'll give you one each. Uh, I went with Lewis Dunk from Brighton. I went with uh, one of mine was Anderson for Crystal Palace. Absolutely. Yeah, I, like I think his passing range is superb from centre half. Lee, you're coming out with some shouts. Right. Was, I'm jotting this down, by the way. I was torn between him and Zuma. I did have I did have Cody for Everton as well, but mm. so let, just to, just to recap, I'm right. Uh, Cody down. or Dunk? It's got to be Dunk over Cody. Yeah, I think just, Dunk. Just, so, just so you know, we've used the Villa, we've used Newcastle, Brighton, Palace, and Brentford. Yeah, I know. Um, oh. We went with Rico Henry on on the left, yeah. So we've still got all our top six. Got, That's good. We've still got, got three. You got, Mar- you got you got Martinez in goal, Trippier, Dunk, Anderson, and Henry as your back four. So what I'm going to do is once this show is over, I'm going to tweet out the team, 
And I'm going to get people to comment where they think it would finish in the league right now, based on current form, um, probably relegation. People are probably <laughs> mug it. But uh, yeah, centre midfield. Oh, I want to pick one now. It's only one, one man to start with, isn't there? DM is going to be a debate, I think, with Dale. Yeah. It's got to be Uncle Ben's. <laughs> it's got to be Uncle Ben's. <laughs> It's got to be Uncle Ben's. I know he's gonna hate it. It's got to be. You can't. No, you can't tell me in. in a Premier no, League title no, winning eleven with only three of the top six teams in. in... All right, go on and give. In. Who's going in then? You got to start with Kevin De Bruyne. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I. I would, yeah, I. I'll put. I'll put him in, but it just means I my, can't have a. My 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 midfield three was Neves, Kevin De Bruyne, and Madison. See, I went with, because uh, obviously I didn't have Martinez in goal, I had McGinn, no. Rice and Neves. No, that's trash. Okay, so Neves gets him. Two of us have picked Neves no, already. So Neves you gets him. Did you put Neves over Rice then? Yeah, I had, I had Neves, Madison and Kevin De Bruyne. I think I had Jared Bowen. I didn't pick, I didn't pick Rice because I put Jared Bowen in. I had Zuma in mine, so that's why I didn't put Rice in. I did put Rice in. I didn't put Neves. I put Podence in mine. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Po to be fair, it's not a bad shout. And then I used Saka on the wing, which was probably my problem. Yeah, my other yeah, thing was Caicedo as the Brighton fella. But we yeah. um, what are we going with then? Does Neves get in over Rice? Um, for me, oh, Rice should, Rice should be in. You're too overruling me. I feel like Rice is going to be in a top in a top six club very soon. Yeah, uh, Rice should get him based it on. It would have been if West Ham hadn't valued him out of it. All right, let's go with Rice then. I think we all okay. agree with Kevin. We all agree agree with Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah. Yeah. So we're doing a four three three, right? We're keeping it consistent. Yeah. So we need one more midfielder. I think Madison's not a bad shout to be honest. I think I, I like Madison. I don't rate him. Well, James what? Madison. No, no, he's been good this season. I, I don't think he gets in above certain other people, though. Who else on? The, who else is on the radar? Well, we've just named one of them. Fernandez. Does Does Fernandez get in? No, I'm not putting a United player in there. <laughs> no, that's not the no. game. <laughs> no, because that that literally means I can't put an Arsenal player in. So how many? How many? So we've only we've got we've we've technically got. He's one out of three of the top six. No, oh, I want okay. two of the uh, Yeah, and we already yeah. know that Liverpool player is probably going to slot in somewhere. So Madison or, Madison or Neves then is the argument, isn't it? I'd say Neves, honestly. Is there any others that are popping up? Um, I said McGinn, but I think McGinn and Rice doesn't work. I'm trying to look at it as actually working. Because don't forget, it's a tight, it's a title winning eleven. So I'm looking at it and I'm thinking... Does Jacob Ramsey get a shout? No. We've used Martinez. Oh, we've used Villa, haven't we? Yeah. Jacob Ramsey does not get a shout in a title. As much as he has look, delivered above expectations, Jacob Ramsey is not in a title-winning Premier League team. No, and we've yeah we've used um we used Villa, didn't we? Oh no, yeah we yeah, did. We Martinez, yeah. yeah. I think you got to go Neves then, really. Haven't you? He's probably the only one. Over Madison. Well, I I say I would say yeah. It doesn't. This is the thing. I like Madison. Mine was quite mine was quite defensive. Um, with because I had McGinn, Neves. I think I I'm still, pretty sure I, I had still, Rice. Mate, I, honestly, I think I think Rice drops out for Neves and Madison comes in. What are you saying, Lee? 
Good thing is there's three of us. I'm, so I'm, either, I'm either or with... Um, Neves and Madison. Neves. The only thing is, Rice is the only West Ham player who gets near this team. Mm. Um, but is there any other Wolves players that can get in anywhere else? No, possibly. And then again, I, I think like it depends what you do with the split of the front three. I think it's pretty much... I think we're all going to have probably the same front three. Mm, I, I don't, don't know. So. Uh, I don't know uh, who I've got at the moment. We've used De Bruyne, so. Well, why don't we is... circle back? Let's leave this. Let's leave the midfielder and circle back. Let's look at our front line, and then if then go from there, depending on what teams we've used. Okay, moment. so at the moment in midfield, and this could change. Rice we have got Rice and Kevin De Bruyne, but this could change. Right, front three. Uh, Lee, give me your front three. Dale, give me yours after, and then I'll go with one. And if we've all got two people, they get in. Mm-hmm. Well, I had Podence, Kane, and Diaz. I had Salah, Son, and Tony. Okay, this is interesting. And I'm sure I mean, Dan had. I just Saka. think. I just Saka, think you, Son, and looking, I can't remember who was in the middle. If you're looking over the last, the last what three, four seasons, I think Son and Salah have been in the top three. I feel Don't like what I actually now I think about it, the wider players are more important than the centre striker for me. Mm. So I'm obliged to stick with two the the two players from the top six is the wingers. So like a, a son and, and son and Salah or son and son and Saka, son of that. I'm just looking at I, some of the ideas people threw out. One one front three that Ryan gave was Zahar Madison yeah. son and then Harland in front. That's quite a good idea. Um and then I there was some good strikers around like Tony. And then there was Saint Maximine, Jesus and Zahar. Very good shout. Yeah, but is that gonna win a title? I don't I don't want Zahar anywhere near it, to be honest. Okay, so mine was Saka, Harland and Barnes. Oh, Barnes is a good shot actually. Don't score with that. You can't have we can't have another city player anyway. It was De Bruyne or Haaland and we've gone De Bruyne. Yeah. That was where I struggled because the cent- the central central striker, so I thought okay. it was Well, based on what you said I didn't expect to still have because I put Van Dyke in my defence. I wanted use, to, we can't use I wanted Tony. a leader. So this is probably why I've gone with such a weak front three. Um but based on yours, Barnes doesn't get in over any of your left wingers, so it's it's a battle of I think so Son, Son or Kane. Or, Son or Kane is the real debate here. Son, Son Kane or Diaz. I think Son wins it mm. personally. Son, Son probably beats Diaz hundred percent. Pro- Son probably beats. Okay, so we haven't we'll have Son on the left. He probably beats Kane as well. Um, so we need the other two now. To be well, honest. I'm I'm a bit gutted we got rid of um, the Newcastle spot because Saint Maximum would have been a great would, shout. Take out take out Vardy's form right now. Does Vardy not get a shout for what he's done previously? Nah, scored goals at a mid level. We're party. talking a title winning team this season. He won the title though, didn't he? Yeah, in the past. Yeah, yeah bloody seven different. years ago. <laughs> but we're talking about a title winning team. Would Anderson, Dunk, Trippier, Rico, Henry ever realistically win a title? Okay, so oh, locks. Put Kane Jimmy in. Jimmy Traore won the Champions League, mate. Anything's possible. <laughs> don't, don't, don't mess that with Traore, mate. Okay, so Jimmy. all the answers bar Trippier one had... All the answers bar one had Kane in. Everyone had Kane in. Um, so that speaks we for itself. We've, we've only got one top six left. Yes, Does we, Sterling mm. get in? 
No. So we've right, used we've used who City and Tottenham, haven't we? Yeah. So who gets in above Salah? Are we going to have a title? So Son and Son and Salah are on the wing, yeah. But we we can't do much up top then. You can because you could get rid of Rico Henry and put Ivan Tony in. Yeah, Mitrovic. Um, Mitrovic is a good shot. Yeah, but only just recently though. I'll tell you what. Throw, we could go. We could go. Could and we still got to get a midfielder in as well. Don't forget, we're a midfield yeah. short. Yeah. Or or could you could you could you could go Jota and then have a Neto next to it or a San Maxima. Nah, Neto's not in a mood. Nah, Neto's for me. Neto's a Ra- Jacob or, Ramsey conversation. He's good, but he's not title winning. If you put um, Salah, if we put Salah in, we can't have any Arsenal, United, or Chelsea. The only thing I can think of doing is putting Zahar on the left and Kane in. Mm, Zahar, don't get near this. He moans too much. Or Couldn't putting someone else, or putting someone else on right back. I'm not sure who, and then bringing in Saint Maximum on, and then putting Kane. Or you could take. We could take out. Trippier you could. And you could mix it out. Callum Wilson. No. If anyone no. is, no, if anyone is going in above Trippier, it's got to be Saint Maximum. Not even Gamirez. St. Maximum is the only one that can replace Trippier, really. Otherwise, it's not justified. It's a tough one, isn't it? It's quite. A, I thought it was quite a good thing I saw on TikTok. The, um, the whole three like, out of the top. It's hard because f- I quite like my own team. <laughs> I like Kane. Tony. I like Tony. No, I had Tony. I had, I had Tony in uh, up there. Oh, this is tricky. Right, we've got Go to make for- a decision. Go through, go through the, um, the the teams in your head and think. Let me pull up the table quickly. Okay, see. so we're doing we're, we're so, settled so, on Son and we're we're settled on Son and Salah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so Just we're not going. We're, we're not going Leicester. We're not going Vardy. Nottingham Forest have got no one who's getting in. West Ham have got no one getting in. Wolves haven't got a striker. Crystal Palace we've already. Crystal Palace, we've already we've already used Villa, we've already used Southampton. Does Che Adams get in? Probably no, not. He does not. Why well, do not? Ever. Everton, no. Bournemouth, no. Leeds, Rondon. No. <laughs> so basically, you're you're stuck between you're stuck between Mitrovic, Tony, or one of the top six strikers. Because mm. none of the other teams have got a striker that you're gonna you're gonna realistically put in. Yeah, true. Right. So we've gone just to go for it. Um, because I can see people watching on Twitter. So we've gone for Martinez in goal. On the left, Rico Henry. Um, in the middle, we didn't go for Conor Cody, did we? Anderson and no. Dunk. We went Dunk. for An- Anderson and Dunk, yeah. And then on the right, we went for Kieran Trippier. McGinn and... Not McGinn. No, no. Rice, Rice and De Bruyne are in no. midfield. And then we're still, well, still undecided on that midfield position. And I then the front we, three. I think we could. I think we could find a better, better left back if we take Rico Henry out, stick Ivan Tony in, and re reevaluate the left back. I'm not convinced on Ivan Tony. Are you? Are you, Lee? It's just or Mitrovic. It's Mitrovic or Tony. I think. I think they're the two. You could, they're the only two if you're not going to use a top six striker. Okay, Tony in the middle. Let's find a left back and a midfielder. So, Rico Henry's out, Tony's in. Are we going with Salah on the right over Saturday? Son and Salah are there, yeah, we've settled that. So, we've yeah. got no so more need, no more top cent- six. We need a central midfielder and we need a left back. 
tough. This is why I this is why I did such a poor front three. <laughs> because I knew that could you play uh, Walker Peters as a Yes, very good shout. That's who I put I've just looked and a lot of people are yeah, a lot of people well, are Matty, Ca Matty Cash, you could throw Matty Cash in and put Trippier to left back. Matty oh, takes away our use... goalkeeper. Yeah, it takes away goalkeeper. Okay, right. Back, Walker Peters Walker, Walker Peters on the left, I think. I think that's a good shout. You don't play on the left. Or Livramento, he had a good season last season. Jesus, Cresswell, Cresswell, Cresswell. 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 Cresswell.
Rice, Kevin De Bruyne, Ward Prowse, Salah, Tony, Son. It's not a bad team. That's not a bad team. But yeah, guys, make sure you comment. We're going to post a video and we want you to know where you think this team would finish in the 2022-2023 season. So right now, if this team was thrown into the Premier League, where would it finish? But that does wrap up another show, another week. What an exciting weekend of head of Premier League football. Hopefully, this time next week, we will be back discussing a big win for Arsenal, staying top of the league. Um, but yeah, thank you to people that have tuned in on Twitter. Make sure you do come over to YouTube and smash that like button. Uh, we'll be back next week at 7.30. Hope everyone has a good weekend. Take care for now. Cheers, guys. Thank you all. Do not scratch your eyes. You are really seeing the most extraordinary finish here.